Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Hardin. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. What are you talking about? Everybody wants me to say podcast. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm tired of being on this podcast tour. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> you cannot keep blaming me for every issue on this earth. You can't. <laughs> but you, you owe a lot of people an apology. <laughs> oh, no. No. How am I ever going to find this bracelet in the hot closet? <laughs> Stuart! Stuart! <laughs> Fuck these people, I'm out of here! Stuart! <laughs> well, in honor of the birthday girl herself... Yes, happy birthday, Jen! Mother Bear Jen Shaw... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Winning all the trophies today. <laughs> oh, you found my bracelet! I did, the hot closet's so small. Mm -hmm. the, I, I, that bracelet is certainly not worth 70k. <laughs> it was worth seven cents. Yeah, ex so, yeah. That's what I <laughs> Isn't that seventy k, seven k, whatever? That's what I thought. <laughs> well, happy birthday to Jen Shaw. That's so funny. Oh my gosh! Throw your jewelry at me anytime, Jen yes, Shaw. Yes, but I'm gonna give it back to you. I'm here to collect. I'll take it right back to the pawn shop. <laughs> I'll wear it for a couple days, and then I'll take it to the pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wear it to your own event that you're going to invite me to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'd be like, Jen, doesn't this necklace look fantastic on me? <laughs> like, where have I seen that before? I'm like, it's been on your hot body. <laughs> oh, hot body. We're not responsible for sexual harassment, right? Well, not hot out while they're still ice fishing. Oh no, because we're still at Echo Lake. We are still at Echo Lake. And I, for, I, for some reason, I forgot that we didn't resolve all of this mm -hmm. and that we like ended up last episode in the middle of it. I can't believe that we're already at episode four. That's crazy. It's gone by fast. It has gone by so quickly. I feel like the premiere was just like an episode ago. Well, our weeks are going by really fast. Well, that so. is true. We are housewiving every single night of the week. So they are just kind of flying by. You might have amnesia. But you know what's not going to fly by is my hot date that I have for this coming weekend. Oh, who is it, Terror? I have a really hot date with the most beautiful gal. Her name is Heather Gay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh my gosh, name drop. Sorry, ladies, I'm taken. I can't believe we agreed to this. <laughs> So, anyone who knows me knows that Amy Grant is the angel on one shoulder. Angels watching over me, every move I make. And Madonna is the devil on my other shoulder. Those are my two female. you have Madonna naked from her sex book, Hitchhiking. Uh, tattooed on your I arm. I do have Very Madonna large. naked on my arm. Very large. You're right. I don't have an Amy Grant tattoo. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you should get her hitchhiking down the road. And, like, <laughs> Amy Grant naked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just do the opposite. Or have her driving 
to pick up Madonna on the way to church. We are literally two blocks away from Brigham Young University. Yes, that's where Madonna <laughs> wants to go, is church. That's definitely where she's hitchhiking to. It's just like a prayer. <laughs> Amy Grant is coming to Salt Lake City this coming weekend. Fun. And Heather Gay texted me about it because she knows what a big fan I am. But it, if, unfortunately, at the time... Our vacation was scheduled for this coming weekend, and I didn't think I'd get to go. But then our vacation was moved back a week, so I texted her, and I was like, um, so you want to go to the Amy Grant concert with me? <laughs> and she said it's a date, so I'm really super excited about it. Like, Amy Grant and a date with Heather Gay, one-on-one -on -one date with Heather Gay. I Like, I don't know what else I need in life. This is a big thing for Utah County. Well, I get to take Dre to go to a cooking class and then yes. go in apple picking or pumpkin picking together. Hey, Dre. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to dress really cute in like fall clothes. I hope you dress like a couple. Oh my God, we should. I think you totally should. That would be so cute. And I want lots of pictures. Dre, message me as soon as you hear this. Text me <laughs> and we need to coordinate something. I already have, I think I already have my outfit picked out for this weekend. So, um, if you can see, I'm wearing a t-shirt sent to me from my favorite artist. He's an artist from um, Atlanta. His name is Pedro Canena, I believe is how you would say his last name. C-A-N-H-E-N-H-A. And you can see his art on Instagram C-A-N-H-E-N-H-A -E is his Instagram handle. So I'm currently wearing a shirt that he sent to me that he picked out for me. But he also sent me another shirt that I picked out for myself. So I'm really excited to hopefully wear um, Pedro's shirt this weekend on my hot date with Heather Gay. I feel this for you. It's got a lot of um, snowflakes all over it. The, the pattern in the background is all snowflakes. See Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. So really... All kinds of awesome stuff happening. Living my best life. Yeah, I am hosting a gay campground this weekend. I'm very excited. Sugar Creek ca uh, Sugar Creek Campground in Tennessee. He's going to love it. Uh, hosting a whole weekend event yeah. like a boss. It's like leather weekend. Ow. I'm going to be such a dom. Um. I'm going to be like, dom <clears throat> this and dom that. I'm going <laughs> to dom on you and dom on him. That's Ugh. dom. Stop it. Stop it. Such a dog. <laughs> then we're going to take Kentucky. Hunter and Corey take Kentucky. Oh my gosh. This is, you guys, this is going to be fun. And then the following weekend, um, the last weekend of October, October. we're in Palm Springs. It will be our actual one-year wedding anniversary. The night we're dancing on October yes, 30th at dancing Palm like sluts on our anniversary. What a better way to celebrate. Bring your 20s. And if you're lucky, hundreds. <laughs> or bring us Jen Shaw's jewelry and we'll hawk it. Hey, Jen Shaw jewelry. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into some friendship roulette. All right, babe. Turn up time. Meredith and Jen are still fighting. <laughs> yeah, we're still ice fishing. <laughs> Let me say something, though. Lisa Barlow's body looks so incredible in her snowsuit. Like, she's not wearing a big puffy snowsuit. Or whatever she's wearing... Her body looks so beautiful, and I was distracted while she's, like, trying to talk Meredith off the ledge. I'm like, you go, Lisa Barlow, you hot little... Mm. I might not work out, but I don't sit still. I feel like after the first season, they all 
got a little bit. Well, everyone has a little bit. Yeah, everyone gets a second season glow up. Glow up. Everyone gets a second season glow up. Of course, Lisa's trying to talk Meredith off the ledge. And then Whitney is trying to get Jen to maybe just understand that even if someone on her team did it, she did that it. still makes her responsible. Yeah. And she still needs she's to like, speak. maybe you can just own that yeah. and make it right. Yeah. Whitney shouldn't have brought herself into that moment. Would you like me to leave? She's like, you, the, Brooks and me and Heather. I'm <laughs> like, maybe that wasn't the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Whitney's, I think, gotten a lot better at her timing since season one in that crazy cut shopper thing. Oh my probably. gosh. But still, maybe this wasn't the time to add on to the pile. <laughs> But Lisa tries to relate to Meredith. She's like, I understand what you're talking about. You I, I've been through this before. You can't do that. <laughs> that voice is only meant for Luann. Feeling Giovanni. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. And I can't listen. I think Lisa is a queen. I love her. She's Everything such great she TV. says. I, um, but yeah, she um, apparently. <laughs> One day at the grocery store. No, no a convenience store even. Oh, it was a convenience like store. Like a Seven Eleven, where she's probably getting a Diet Coke. That's why Mary doesn't go to convenience stores. <laughs> she's afraid of big-headed kids. Well, yeah, so apparently some kid or somebody said Jack had a big head, so... Lisa understands exactly what Brooks is going through. She's still through. upset about it. Oh, she's still upset she's about still it. She's still upset. She's probably like, it. Jack can't do anything about his big head. <laughs> it's just right there in front of everybody. <laughs> Everybody's going to make fun of us. These are my feelings. This is my feelings. Okay. These are my right. feelings. But seriously, who goes and tells someone that their baby's head is big? I mean, really? Who, like, girl, your baby's head is big. <laughs> I know. I want to know who that, like, how that conversation went. Like, was the homeless person outside? Because you probably don't need to care about that. (laughs) She's probably like, your baby would be real cute if his head wasn't so big. (laughs) Whenever I meet new people's kids, I just say something really insulting. (laughs) Right? Like, oh, they have no teeth. (laughs) I think that's the (laughs) Your baby's stupid. (laughs) Your baby can't even walk. (laughs) Your baby doesn't know shit. Look, your baby can't even hold on to a cup right. <laughs> I could count to 20. Oh, uh, look at you. You're baby genius right here. Okay, I'm feeling weird right now. I'm feeling, like, so weird. So Heather and Whitney tried to get Jen to understand how her social media represents her. And even, because Jen admits that she does like some things that maybe she shouldn't. Did I like and repost stuff that was funny? Yeah. Yeah. But she just doesn't understand the impact of what a single like can make, I guess. Likes hurt. She can't be doing that stuff with her social media following. Absolutely. It's encouraging. Bad behavior. uh, Yeah, yeah. And then Lisa moves from Meredith over to Jen, and Jen's just like, Lisa, F off. Shut the F up. I'm not into listening to you right now. Get away from me. Get away from me. (laughs) She's like a gnat. Oh, my god. And Lisa's like, no, listen, this will all make sense when I explain it to you. Like, I've got the secret to putting all of this together. You're going to get it when I explain it to you. I need you to calm down. The secret is that Brooks hasn't come out. And just like, oh, I, 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 
Just like, I don't even care about Brooke. And Lisa's just like, stop, stop, stop. But Lisa, she's ever so determined. Clever. She is determined for she this. She pulls up Jen's backpack and holds on to herself. And when Jen's like, give it back to me, Lisa's like, no, I'm holding it for you. And I love Heather Gay just commentaring on it in uh, the background, drinking her, whatever yeah, she's drinking. Yeah, Heather and Whitney are like the Greek chorus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the whole show is when... Lisa's trying to explain to Jen, even though Jen didn't do it, she still should apologize. And she says, well, Lisa, you should apologize to Whitney and Heather because you didn't do anything. And Heather is like, how right? That's yes, right, Jen Shaw. Preach, That's preach. right. Get it. Get it. Yes. Yeah, good point, Jen. Yeah, thank you. Amen, Jen Shaw. Yeah. That was brilliant. I mean, Heather has to leave early, so she's barely in this scene, but oh every word she says is gold. Heather Gay is killing me uh, this season. She is so hilarious. She's like that all the time. She really is she's like a, that. She's a full library of one-liners. I am not going to the weak side of the ice because I lied about my body weight. <laughs> she's a full library. You could have a... Yes, Jen Shaw. Amen. <laughs> oh, Wow. Somebody just got a text message and had their voice, their um, ringer on. How unprofessional. Just unprofessional. <laughs> well, it's because I want to make sure I had his name up, so my artist friend's name up, so I wouldn't. I didn't know on. you needed the ringer on for that. Well, I didn't know either. Clearly, <laughs> I'm a mouse. You're a monster. This was kind of like the last straw. So Lisa, she's trying so hard to mediate. She really is. God Jen bless her. Drops the tennis bracelet. Seventy thousand dollar tennis bracelet. Lisa picks it up and hands it back to her, and Jen, <laughs> full on like three year old, <laughs> throws her seventy thousand dollar. Well, tennis now I know bracelet. that if Jen Shaw is ever upset around me, I'm gonna be like, let me just hang on to your jewelry, and every once in a while, I'll just hand it to her, and she'll throw it and be like, those are keep mine, <laughs> <laughs> right? Losers, losers keepers, yeah. or whatever it is, finders keepers, losers weepers. <laughs> Okay, Kathy Elton. <laughs> Sometimes I do talk in code. Hey, I will take that as a compliment. Right. So Lisa goes on the bad search for the bracelet and she finds it. I have a high threshold for what I can put up with, but where I draw the line is when people start throwing diamonds. And um, then Heather has to leave and Heather's like, darn it, I want to stay and watch this show. She's like, I sat out here in the cold. I got dressed up. I walked 12 miles to the, the whole to the entire hole. pineal trail. You had the whole, to those holes in the ground that I only caught one fish or whatever. It was just. I agree with you on the big hole. You know, she just wants to see the drama. I know. I love. And kinda, it was getting straight. It was getting right to the good part too. It's like a cool moment when a cast member is being a, a viewer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I thought that I was like, she's kind of experiencing what we're experiencing at home. Yeah. When we watched like the reunion and stuff, and like whenever we watched the episodes with Heather Gay and she's there, she commentaries like that through the whole thing. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. It's a lot of fun. And so does Jen Shaw. Yes. When she Jen needs Shaw, to defend oh herself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Whitney asks Lisa, and I thought Whitney was trying to be really kind of cool about it. She's like, listen, I'm not trying to start anything with you. I promise. I'm not trying to start with you. But she just, But why, what do you, why do you work so hard to... She, and it's all she about used syntax. the wrong she word. She used the word wrong, protect. Protect. Which really just at all meant, why are you trying so hard when Meredith has been your friend all this I'm time? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't feel like that. 
<laughs> well, at least it's like, listen, it's just because I can listen. I'm one of six kids. I learned to listen and understand people a long time ago. <laughs> I have mastered the art I have of listening. six siblings, so I could listen. No, if you have six siblings, you learn to tune out. Right. Yes. <laughs> when she said that, I was kind of confused. <laughs> no, she has mastered the art of listening. From my experience, Lisa only listens to herself. I mean, does the chick even have ears? Oh, because I'm the youngest of five kids, and I have learned to completely shut them out whenever they're talking to me, if I have to. Yeah, sometimes you shut Ooh. me out. <laughs> huh? Yeah, <see? laughs> Another great Lisa Barlow moment is when she's back over with Meredith, and Meredith's like, I just need Jen to take accountability. And Lisa's like, yes, like me. You know, just like me. If I do something, I take accountability for myself. If I do something, <laughs> I, know, I take accountability. She is so... the queen of the back door um, brag. Brag. Back door brag. Yeah, it's like Tyra Banks. <laughs> Tyra Banks, when she had her talk show, or even when she's on Top Model, <laughs> a, 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 you know, a contestant on Top Model would be something like, well, you know, I grew up in the hood, and my mom was a crack addict, and be tired of like, yeah I, re- yeah, I grew up in the hood, too, but my mom was strung out on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and was... she beat me with a lead pipe. Right? She got beat with a belt. I got a lead pipe. So Lisa's like, I want you to understand that I relate to you, but I want you to understand that I've been through just as bad, maybe worse. Your child getting called big head, man, that's <laughs> yeah, rough. I mean, it doesn't get worse than that. No. Stuart is Stuart. the one person who can kind of rationalize. He with looks Jen. completely overwhelmed right away. He does. He's like, I haven't done, I haven't been on the show in a while. We haven't been filming in a while. Jen's been trying to be Zen Jen, so she maybe hasn't been flipping out in a while. Yeah. But he tries to identify with her he and does. be like, hey, you know, when this happens to me, I get really defensive and I shut out and I get mean. We just need to, we need to fix this, whether you want to be friends with her or not, or she wants to be friends with you or not. You need to stop the tension. That's the Jen Shaw pattern, I think, even from season one. The moment she's feeling of being accused of anything, that her, no matter what, she doesn't even hear what words they're saying. She immediately gets into defense mode. At least when I fight, you know what I'm fighting about. Yeah, you can relate to that. Oh, I can relate to that. Yeah, Real good. And, yeah. and that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, uh... Maybe I can learn to talk you down like Stu can talk down Jen You Shaw. do. You already do. <laughs> I know, Suits. Uh, so, finally, Jen's like, okay, Stuart, shut up. I got my I can do this. I got myself. I love Jen Shaw. Oh, my gosh. Me too. She's so a nut. She approaches Meredith. And, of course, Lisa at first. I just need to have, we just, I want to have peace, you guys. I just want to have peace. And Meredith's like, well, I've just got done listening to Jen yelling across this ice slope or whatever right. we're at from ohio over yeah. there <laughs> so i don't think this is the right time to do this but jen immediately apologizes she said she doesn't want to hurt brooks she says that even though whether or not she did personally like though she says she didn't but it is her responsibility and she will handle it and like everybody does with the jen shaw apology they accept it but they're like, okay, just the door is open, but she, she hasn't stepped through it yet. <laughs> right, right. We'll see. But we'll, we'll keep see. the door we'll open. See. We'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah. I have faith. I mean, I don't know. No, well, we've, the previews coming up look like it's not good between Jen and Meredith. <laughs> I don't know. I'm rooting for Jen Shaw to be Zen Jen, you know? I know. Well, I mean, after all this legal stuff happens later, how is she going to possibly hold herself together? I doubt that she will. But they hug it out. 
Lisa Barlow feels better about it. I feel better. Do you guys feel better? So that's a really... When, didn't she do this in the first season too? When somebody says something, she goes, I believe her. I believe her. So Lisa is the kind of person when she just says things to speak them into existence and because she said it, it's true. Or at least she feels like everyone's getting through to it. Like, it is true. Like, yeah, I think just because, it's true she said, I be- she, she, because she said, I believe her, then everyone around her is supposed to believe her, too. <laughs> that's where all that's coming from. <laughs> I love Lisa. Me, too. She's great. She's, <laughs> such, God, good she's such good TV. She's such good TV. And Jen offers to apologize to Brooks personally. You spoke that into I existence. did. I told, Bro- I told the producers. I called them up. I said, yo, now that we're, like, best friends. Actually, I called Andy Cohen up. But he was busy, so... I just went to the producers, you know, we're on that first name basis kind of thing. That's the headline. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I see in the future episodes, Brooks and Jen actually have a sit down yeah, together. So like was it episode one or two? You were like, I want to see Jen and Brooks together. And yes. I was like, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> well, I guess well, I'm going to have to handle it. Um, when you move, we finally get out of the ice fishing environment and move over to Mary's house, which from the outside looks quite normal. From the outside, Mary looks normal sometimes. <laughs> as long as she's not dressed. Or talking. <laughs> <laughs> she is struggling with some eggs and French oh, toast. Oh, and she's arguing with them? And it's because she's making them both in this tiny little pan. There's not, like, room for both the French toast and the eggs in this mm. tiny little pan. Or I think she's cooking eggs on top of the French toast or something, like, and then it, like, a lot of it got off the side or something. I don't know what she's doing either. They're making a mess. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then a quick switch over to Ginny who's showing her kids how to fold the towels. My mom had to beat it into me to fold how to fold towels. There's you know, a correct way to fold towels. But you know what? There's a correct way to different people. Some people are very particular. I've met some people who are very, very particular. Don't talk about Dave that way. No, I'm not talking about Dave. <laughs> um, I'm talking about some people I knew back in South Carolina. A husband and wife, they both had very differing opinions on the way the towel should be folded. And it was kind of an issue between <laughs> So some people are very particular about that. And then Stu and Jen walking the dogs. I'm not picking up dog poop. Like, with your hand? If Well, I mean, she had something, didn't she? Like a, a bag? A, yeah, that's, that's what you're Ew, supposed you to do. You could feel the warmth. That's what you have to do when you have a dog. I always had a yard, and I picked it up with a shovel and gagged the whole time. <laughs> well, not when you're living on a condo, or, <laughs> you know, when you're taking your dogs out well, walking. Well, when we get a husky, you're going to have to pick up the dog poop while Wrong I enjoy answer. him. Wrong answer. <laughs> the denial is what I will not accept. <laughs> Lisa Barlow shows up at Sarah Jane's house. Hello, Sarah Jane. Angie is also there. Hello, Angie. This is just a room, and pardon my language, but this is a room full of hot bitches. <laughs> Seriously. Like, those three are so gorgeous. It's like a porno, just looking at them. It's like, so- it's like a Mormon porno. It's very but i believe since it's fun it's not allowed but i mean all three of them are just stunningly gorgeous they're very pretty i do agree that angie and sarah jane do look very similar Mm -hmm. so first season you know no one could tell the difference between lisa and meredith Oh my gosh, I had such a hard time. I, so you're not the only one. And now this season, everyone's like, who's Sarah Jane or Angie? I don't know. Uh, but Angie looks like she's going to be a player in this game. 
you know, Lisa Barlow has met them through different things. Sarah Jane is into fitness, where Lisa Barlow is not, but they have come together on fast food. Of course, fast food. Amen. She's on, uh, uh, Meredith, or Lisa is on a KFC trip right now. Yes, Sarah Jane goes to KFC, or to Chick-fil-A every single day. Overrated. No, I think it's, no, I think it's Angie that goes to Chick-fil-A every Angie, single day. yes, it's Angie. Sarah Jane likes the KFC coleslaw. Gross. <laughs> I like some KFC coleslaw. Um, Angie and Lisa worked at a call center, which I thought was bizarre. Yeah. But they have a full-on fast food conversation, which I truly enjoyed, and you don't normally get that on Housewives. So bravo to Lisa Barlow and team. Angie is going to host a fundraiser for InCircle, which is an LGBTQ charity and safe house. Angie has a transgender child. And what I uh, gathered from her husband's speech later, they have a trans son. Yeah, I believe that. And they're doing a big casino night. Having a casino night? This is a big thing. Scandalous. Scandalous. Scandalous in Utah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. People in Utah, they drive to, was it the Idaho state line to go gambling? Is no, that... it's the Nevada state line. It's called Wendover. Oh, it's Nevada. And it's literally. A casino town that's just built in the middle of nowhere, just on the edge of, of Utah. Ne- Nevada and Utah. Like, it's like an hour and a half, two hours away, I think. But all the Utahans <laughs> go there to gamble and drink and sin. It's yeah, so that's where all the sin happens. Go Nevada. Well, Angie wants to make sure that Lisa is going to be okay with Whitney here at Casino Night. And Lisa says that she doesn't, you know, they can be friends with whoever they want, but I don't. She doesn't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. Not only have Angie and Whitney become friends, but they're related. They're like these inbred polygamy cousins. And Lisa's like, "Oh my gosh, all you Mormons from here are related. Get over it." Just seems like they really are. Just, but Lisa's like, just because it's like your great 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 grandfather, it doesn't mean that you should pretend like your cousins. That is true, but it is kind of fun for girls. That's fun for anyone. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Other than jealousy. Jealousy. I think they're just jealous. During Lisa's confessional, she is wearing this beautiful, like, light purple lavender blouse. And she's got a great filter on her. And when she smiles, her teeth are sparkling. And she looks so incredibly gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like, this is... Heather Gay, too. I'll talk about that once we get to casino night. This is the best some of these ladies have ever looked. Like, this is a hot hot episode. Did they all for, go to Beauty uh, Lab and Laser? For some vampire treatment? <laughs> uh, no, but Mary's still in the kitchen. Struggling. Looking beautiful in when her natural When she's natural, natural like, yes. she's so pretty. I wonder why. In first season, she never looked natural. I wonder if she, if it's calculated. I wonder if she got such a hard time for being called a racist against her own race for a season and being ashamed of being black that she's owning it either genuinely now or owning it to make up for that. I don't know what's going on in her head. I'm like Whitney. I'm like a conspiracy. Yeah, I'm like, I don't hmm. know. I don't know. I just think Mary is... I think she's gorgeous when she looks natural, but she's, she's a nutbag. She's just crazy. And then some stranger comes in, Robert well, Jr. Well, sneaks in. He, he's like trying to, like, maybe she won't notice yeah. I'm here. 
He's working on it. And I didn't realize he's so tall because he's always sitting down or laying down. I was like, dang, he's tall. But again, she doesn't know who he is. Oh, oh, that's oh yeah, that's my son. Let me have a conversation with him. And he's grabbing two different types of drinks because he's like, I'm going to have to be up in my room for a while because I can't come back down here this and is... run into his mom. And the whole time she talks to him, she's just got this disappointed, disgusted look on her face. Like, what is wrong with you? I'm telling you, she only communicates with him on camera. And when she does, she's embarrassed of him. She's like, so we're going to start a conversation? you going to say something? Like, I'm like, no, Mom, because every time I say something, you criticize and tear me down. Plus, I'm like 18 years old and high as a kite. <laughs> You got the cameras out here, Mom. Like, <laughs> but luckily, the doorbell rings. Saved by the bell, Meredith the vampire arrives. She literally, like, I guess when they spin your blood around, it, like, separates all the good stuff. Or, the, or, like, maybe white cells or something like that. I don't know. I've heard of this vampire facial before. And, you know, she got it at Beauty Lab. Oh, she did? According to, I think Heather Gay tweeted that she got it at Beauty Lab, yeah. Either way, they... Stab your face with micro needles a bunch of times and shove all that blood back you in. You have one of those like micro needle things, don't you? I do. I haven't used it in a long time. I know. When you use it, your face looks crazy. I know, and it hurts. And could you imagine someone drawing blood from you and then smushing it on your skin and using that micro needle thing? No, not so much. Huh? I don't know. But her face does look like. Like, I'll try it. Like, it looks if fresh. It's free. Her face looks fresh. Fresh. Lovely. Casino night is coming, and it's the first time that Mary is going to see Jen Shaw. They made amends at the reunion, but then, like, two days later, <laughs> Jen and her social media... Oh, my gosh. ...posted her... It looks like Jen posted herself that meme of how it's going, and or how it started and how it's going. Of who? Of Mary and her grandfather husband. I, I think the first picture was just a, a grandpa with... A child, and then the second picture was... It was supposed to be them grown up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was already old in the first picture, and now he's, like, <laughs> supposedly ancient now. <laughs> Mary's grown up. Uh, <laughs> but, so we'll see. We'll see how Ma it's Mary going. Mary goes by vibes, and she just doesn't yeah. get the vibe, so... So we'll see how that goes. If a person's vibe is good, then I'm good. Meredith tells Mary that Jen took partial accountability uh, at ice fishing. She apologized, offered to apologize to Brooks. And at the end of the day, the most important thing is that the behavior stops. Yes. Which I don't think that would... Actions. Let's see. Let's see how that goes. Only time will tell. Well, before Whitney meets with Angie at the restaurant, why don't we get a little refreshment ourselves? I need a, a refreshment. A refreshment? I need a refreshment. All right, well, we'll go get a refreshment and be right back. Bye. Like, where is my Vida? This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And we are back. While Whitney is arriving at La Trattoria di Francesca, is that like, what's that um, restaurant that Dorit remodeled as the, the Capri but room? Butabucos? Buca de Peppo. Buca de Peppo. Buca de Peppo. Whatever. <laughs> but Whitney is meeting Angie. And 
interestingly enough, Whitney met Angie at one of Lisa Barlow's mixers. Yes. And Angie had found out that her and Whitney are related to Shad Wackabimbo. I feel like I'm related to everyone in Utah. (laughs) I mean, Shadrach, well, that is a Bible name. You know, I like to reference Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Shad Wackabimbo, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Let me get this straight. But it's both of their great, 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 great grandfather. So it seems as if Lisa has asked Angie not to claim a, like, a cousinship, if that's a word. Or even a friendship. Angie tells Whitney that she now got a last-minute cancellation from the catering. Mm-hmm. For the casino event, five hours after Lisa found out that Whitney and Heather were invited to casino night. And Whitney's gears are, like, visibly turning. My experience with Lisa, this is Lisa Barlow, all over it. Well, they said her name. They mentioned Lisa's name in the voicemail. Yeah. So, like, why is that important? Like, Lisa Barlow's assistant, yeah. Wasn't it? But it never was very clear what Lisa Barlow's assistant might have said. But clearly they, they said anyways. something that made them pull out of the catering situation. Mm-hmm. And Whitney's going to be like, yep, this smells like Lisa Barlow. I may be blonde, but I am not stupid. This is not a coincidence. She's sabotaging your catering company. And Angie's just like, well, I hope it's not true. She would be devastating. I mean, it, it seems like they've been friends for a while, and they're, and they're close, so that yeah. would be devastating. But Lisa thinks it's devastating that they're friends, so... Yeah, she's not into it. It's that insane to me. So everyone's getting ready for Casino Night. I love Justin. I didn't realize that it was a 70s theme until they were, like, saying it out loud. Yeah. Which made me understand, um, like, Whitney's bangs were nice in the 70s. Justin's brown suit, which was nice in the 70s. Color up. I love that Whitney's like, we got someone to stay with the kids all night, just in case. I know, right? <laughs> That's my kind of people. My kind of party people. <laughs> then Jen's getting ready. She wants to look like she owned the casino. Like casino sheep. I own the casino. Well, she's got like $100,000 worth of rings on her hand. She's like, hey, Marilla, will you go all the way over there to the other side of the closet and get that first stole for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, you might not be back until tomorrow. and then meredith and seth getting ready i love what they end up wearing seth is doing you know being seth he has a beard he's like look this is what i'm wearing tonight and he's only dressed from the waist up oh he's such a goober (laughs) and i love it at least meredith thinks it's cute i hope (laughs) meredith's like i wonder what the mormon religion thinks about all this gambling situation (laughs) seth has the best answer well, if it's fun, it's probably a sin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true. That's funny. And then we're finally at casino night. Whitney and Justin enter first looking sexy as heck. There's just lots of 70s awesomeness everywhere. I'm into some 70s awesomeness. Yeah. Damn, girl. Looking good. Ugh, I'm terrible at gambling with cards. <laughs> I'm terrible. I like dice. I'm like, terrible at gambling in general. In general. So I just I'd, be, I'd be like, I can't play here. <laughs> Here's my 20 bucks. This is however Does much, this get me in? <laughs> whatever 20 bucks will get me, that's how much I'm gambling tonight. <laughs> we meet Angie's husband, Chris, and he is a bear. 
Yeah, he is a big bellied ginger bear. He is so handsome. Yes, he's got and a face. that nice big round belly. Mm-hmm. Um, bear. If you want to know what a bear is, that's the bear. If we didn't already <laughs> clue you in, there's a bear. <laughs> uh, I wish I was at this party. Like I am so set for the seventies looks. Yes. Like, look at this hair. I know you're giving it. Look at you. <laughs> well, you got a hat head right. Oh my. Oh 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 oh. oh. Oh, that hurt. But it, it looks good. Great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do I look good with black roots and blonde hair? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Heather comes in with Mary, and this, in my Heather barely gets any screen time this episode, but this is the prettiest I believe Heather has ever looked. She is gorgeous. I literally texted her that today. I was like, by the way, Casino Night is the prettiest I've ever seen you. Like, it was breathtaking. Like, because she got to have her boobs out. Yeah, well, I, we've been waiting. This is what I want people to know me for. This is the slam dunk. We all, been waiting. the world has been waiting. We've been waiting, and they are up and out, and life is good. And I guess you get to wear fancy jewelry, fancy jewelry while you gamble? What was that all about? Handing I out couldn't jewelry? tell if they were handing were out jewelry or were they selling it? jewelry. I really couldn't figure that out It myself. felt like they were just letting the girls wear it. That well, just to be fancy and be like, well, these are for sale for like. I wonder how many people were there. dollars, and it's only one. I don't know. There was a lot of people there. That one guy gifted a million dollars to charity, so there are some people there with money. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I was hard for me to believe that they were just letting them like, oh yeah, sh-, unless it's costume jewelry. It could have been costume jewelry. No, it was not because there was a security guard and there was a guy handing it to him with black gloves. Oh, then I don't have a clue. I don't have fake a clue. jewelry. On Real Housewives? Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's like offensive. I was trying to <laughs> rationalize it somehow. Ugh. Mary is looking beautiful and green, and she's standing there with Jenny and Whitney. And instead of walking by Jen Shaw, they decide to climb over the banister. Which is not very classy. And it was crazy. I was like, what? And then Mary doesn't even end up doing it, but Whitney, Whitney does. does. It. <laughs> but I think, you know, Whitney, she's a Talk about a good time girl. <laughs> right? <laughs> she's up for just about anything. Whitney doesn't know any bounds. But it's starting, it was becoming a scene when they're like trying to figure I know. out, like, you're in somebody's house. <laughs> yes. But you know, Jinshaw is right. It is wild that all of this is happening in Utah. Like, there are such strict alcohol rules and laws in Utah. Utah. There's no gambling in Utah. There's alcoholic drinks. There's a crafts table and a roulette table. So this is this is a, a possible theory. I still think Lisa may have done something w- about this party, but she may have told them is this is like a casino party that's like illegal and not legal, but. The Mormons are snubbed against it, and it's going to be shown on TV that they're all partying, drinking, and gambling at the same time. It might make you lose business or something like that. Maybe that's why they pulled out. Because they didn't want, like, bad press, maybe? Maybe. But I found out that the catering's brother actually was able to help them cater cater it and give them the food while... They apparently were starting up a new restaurant, the catering uh. company. So they were busy doing that as an excuse. And well, they according to the, the text, it was because of the, it didn't align with their yeah. business plan or what. However, but anyway, Lisa comes in looking like this is another episode. Like 
looking incredible. Mm -hmm. These ladies really, I think Meredith and her suit looks incredible. Lisa looks incredible. I've written right about Heather Gay. Like these, uh, Whitney, all of them. They really look this is the prettiest they've looked since the show has started, in my opinion. I love that. Lisa comes in, and we have complete deja vu. It was, like, exactly the same of when Lisa kind of walked right by Heather. Snubs they her. They kind of nodded slightly. Start to say, she's, Whitney starts to say something to, to Lisa, and Lisa just turns around and puts her back to her. Yeah. Excuse me, Lisa. You might have amnesia. I'll start wearing a name tag for you. My name is Whitney Rose. Yeah, that's I mean, exact, like, shot for shot. Replay, yeah, that was crazy. And then, <laughs> shady for Lisa, them to catch Lisa making a comment about saying something about nothing worse than having a party without food. There's nothing worse than being at a party without food. I know. Oh, shady, shade, shade, shade. But then there was a nice montage of everybody having fun, except for Jenny, because she lost her lucky number seven. I know, she can't play like, with her seven. that's my lucky number, I don't know. <laughs> And then, gosh, Seth, people quit letting Seth talk on camera. Please, you guys. You can't tell Meredith that you've never seen her eyes before because you were distracted by it. And you can't tell another lady that their personality is so big that you've never noticed their breasts that you're noticing right now. I mean, Heather thought it was awesome. Yeah, but still, like, Seth, what are you doing? <laughs> to be such a successful businessman, you would think that you he had a better that. game. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Social graces, at least. So Chris the Bear greets the crowd and thanks them all for being there, and he gets uh, nice and emotional, and it's just really nice. You know, they were practicing Mormons, and they are no longer practicing Mormons because it does not align with their LGBTQIA Plus, if their child can't have the same rights they can have, then why are they there? Yeah, yeah so um, and I've known some other people who have done who feel similarly. Yeah, there's some straight parents out there yeah. that have like done that for their gay children. Some gentleman named Josh James, who is Angie's friend and a CEO of some unknown tech company, donates a million dollars. This is the one million dollar donation. Hey, what you doing after this party? <laughs> right. <laughs> Jen sits next to Mary and is like all chummy. That's the way she does it. She's yeah. like, nothing happened. Mary is surprised by it, but Mary immediately brings up the meme and Jen handles it pretty nicely. She does. She handles it pretty nicely. She doesn't give she doesn't really give Mary a chance to talk much about it. Jen just keeps talking and keeps coming out and breezing over everything and then Pinky swears Pinky before promise. Mary even knows what's going on. I know. She's like, okay, then that's I guess we're friends now. <laughs> so Angie comes down in her new dress. She's had her change after getting the nice donation. Oh, costume change! And she pulls Lisa aside to tell her about this catering situation. Here it comes. Let's go. Angie tells Lisa about the text message, but you can tell Lisa's not completely listening because she's like, I don't understand how this involves me. Yeah. When Angie's like, in the text it says, Lisa's assistant. Yeah. So Lisa doesn't really understand what's going on, even though her name was in the text. And Lisa's like, well, since you've been hanging out with Whitney... Yes, now she brings up, like, their friendship and stuff, and Lisa just digs herself into a deeper hole through this whole thing, because her jealousy of her friendship is showing very, very 
obviously. And that gives her a prime motivation to actually do something like that, like sabotage her friend's party because she's inviting these two people. Yeah, well, and Angie even says... I think Lisa is capable of meddling in my event because she doesn't want me to be friends with Whitney and she gets very territorial. So ultimately, I think this all boils down to control. I believe that Lisa could have meddled with my party. I mean, right yeah. there, that right there tells you everything that you need to know. It, Just simply the fact that you believe that Lisa could do that, that lets us know what you think about Lisa. And I didn't think it when she said it, but as this scene goes on, I'm like, Lisa, you're not coming off very great. Not very graceful. Yeah, she never addresses how her name is in that text. She just starts turning the blame onto Angie for being friends with these two people yeah. that are hurting Lisa. And she's like, what well, does this have anything to do with my catering situation? Yeah, she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so Angie questions if Lisa's relationship with Meredith is good then. And Lisa's like, what? She's like, hold up. Let's make this real clear. I'm going to get up and go get Jen and Meredith. Yeah, she's like... I can be friends with you. You can be friends with whoever you want. Not. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Heather's teaching Mary how to take a selfie. (laughs) God bless her. Whitney is drinking Vita, actually. I saw that. That's what's being served. Mm -hmm. But Whitney's kind of staying. She knows what's going on in the back room, but she's kind of staying out of it for right right now. For right now, yeah. We know how that works. Ugh. But Lisa is just in a mad panic right now. When Lisa cries, it's because she doesn't want to deal with it. She feels like this is something... She doesn't seem to be aware of this. She doesn't understand why she's attached to it. She just feels like her friend is now turning against her because she's friends with Whitney and Heather and this bad thing happened, so she's going to blame her. So she thinks that probably she... Angie wouldn't be questioning her about this if she wasn't friends with Whitney. When Lisa's screaming, it's because she's being challenged. Yes. And, you know, Whitney did in the scene prior just immediately go, Lisa sabotaged you. Yes. (laughs) But it clearly, again, Angie has a trust issue with Lisa if she can flat out say, I believe Lisa meddled with my thing. Exactly. And the the fact that... Lisa turns this whole thing on her and her friendship with Whitney and Heather just does not help her case at all, like no. I said. Meanwhile, Jen Shaw's like, I don't even know what they're fighting about. I know, Jen Shaw's like, this fight's not about me. At least when I fight, you know what I'm fighting about. I'm throwing a glass, I'm drowning someone in the lake, I'm talking about your marriage. Whatever this fight is about, I'm just glad it's not about Jen Shaw. I don't have to do anything, I'm but I'm gl- going to sit here and watch. Yeah, I'm glad so it's I'm not, not about sure me. I'm not sure why I'm here. <laughs> but these girls don't even know how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's thrown their glass yet. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and these ladies are all back here having a horrible time. Meanwhile, Heather Gay is out front, like, slaying the house, gambling, Slain. and just... I hope, Having fun. Yeah, and hopefully making some money, earning money for the charity, whatever yeah. it is. And then Angie tells Lisa about receiving the text message and then having lunch with Whitney. And um, Yes, and Whitney now has heard her name multiple times because Lisa's now, like, a, a, so pissed that she's even bringing up Whitney at this moment anyways now I know that we're supposed to believe that Whitney just kept herself busy until she just couldn't take it anymore and had to go back oh the producers but they really could they really couldn't hide it this time they literally were like okay Whitney wait here 
wait here until we get to the right point. <laughs> now, Whitney, you run in there. Now it's time for now you to go in, in there. there and sit down. And then when she sits down, Lisa turns on her quickly. Whitney, why are you in here? She turns into a total mean girl. She's all, what are you even doing here, Whitney? I was like, wow. I know. It's like, girl, stop digging yourself into a deeper hole. Jeez. And Whitney's just like, well, I heard my name. And also, my friend is getting yelled at. So I kind of want to be there. And it's kind of about what's going on like with me, too. <laughs> and at least like, but Whitney, you're meddling in our relationship. In my relationship with Angie, and it's like, Whitney's like, wait a minute. You're meddling in our relationship because you told her not to claim a kinship with me. You told her not to follow me on social media. You told her to disown knowing me. Yeah. So now Lisa feels the, the stab of the knife even deeper now. And she's like, she how? I thought we were friends. How dare you busted. tell Whitney the things that I told you? In I confidence. thought we were friends. And, but you know what? If, if Angie was truly friends with both of them... That Angie would have kept that in confidence if it was told in confidence. That goes again to show you where Angie's loyalty or belief or trust really lies. Yeah. It's very, very telling. Because if you could be good friends with somebody for a long time, but you could also keep them at a distance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now right with this show, you kinda it's kinda hard not to. <laughs> but we it's, we get another reunion moment where when Lisa gets overwhelmed, she just wants John. Yeah. Cause you know, he'll 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 just agree with it, whatever she says. And Whitney is calling it all out as it's happening, pretty much. And when Lisa walks away, it's because she's guilty and she's been caught red-handed. Whitney, Whitney doesn't give an F. No, she's like, I know exactly what She's been Lisa's waiting doing. for this all night long. She's been waiting for Lisa to have to eat crow all night long. Yeah. She even said it when the casino night started. Yeah, what's, what, what is better than a party than a revenge party? <laughs> <laughs> October 3rd, just recently, or October 4th. October 3rd mean? just happened, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that um, it was a really fun episode, despite it ending with Lisa crying and Walking running away. out. But, God, I love Salt Lake City. <sighs> this was a fun, and th the difference is, it's not, the whole show is not just drama. There is some serious comedy in it. Thank you, Heather Gay. Right. I mean, basically, she was the well, comedy of this whole episode. Well, listen, Lisa and Mary have no idea how funny they are. They just talk, and it's so ridiculous that it's hysterical. <laughs> I love Lisa when she talks. It's just it's hilarious. And everything that Mary says, I really record everything that Mary says because it's all reusable. Just It's insanity. Insanity. So I just love it so much. And we would love for you all to follow us on our social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. We are also on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please scroll down to our on our page. Give us a five-star review and a nice, awesome rating. We really need that. And there are no new super fans to mention because nobody has given us a five-star rating. Uh, you guys are in trouble. Or a nice review since the last time <laughs> so yeah millions of listeners i guess i'm well, just kidding we i think you. we just lost like 50 no we love you no 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 i'm just kidding <laughs> all right thank you all so much for another great episode of salt lake city tune in um we will have another beverly hills this week and then our next episode will recap episode five of salt lake city and i'll tell you all about my hot day with heather gay 
Ta-ta for now. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. There it is. Well, now we're just testing. I know. I'm just oh. the, so it didn't go dark. Oh, we'll test. Test, test. Test it again. Because why? So I can tell that you're not quieter than me. No, because testing is fundamental. <laughs> <laughs>